going on, Paul? What's up? Your audio is messed up? Yeah, what's going on, Vince? What's up? So, What's going on, Chad? Not much. Hey, uh, thanks, John, for having me on, man. I'm, uh, I'm Chad Park, and I'm podcasting uh, with my boys, the podcast team. Uh, that's what we like to call ourselves. But, um, yeah, I'm a big-time Laker fan, so um, big-time Vikings fan also. So I'm excited to be on, and, I, again, I appreciate you having me on. All right. Go ahead, Vince. Introduce yourself. Hello, guys. My name is Vince, obviously, because I'm a Laker fan. I'm a 49er fan. I'm a Dodger fan. And uh, I'm a joy boy to talk to one about sports. I'm a Josh Allen fan, by the way, everybody. But anyways, anyways, that's all about me. Go ahead, Paul. I'm um, Paul Cavallaro. I'm a big East Coast guy. I'm, I'm a Philly fan. I like the Eagles. My favorite. I like the Sixers. I like the Phillies. I like the Flyers. I'm a Philly guy, but I primarily focus on football and basketball. And I'm Big Baby Jonathan, and I'm your host. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast Show. Uh, we got a packed show, man. We got to talk about NBA, NFL, college basketball. We should start with college basketball. Duke survived the nail batter. So, Chad, did you watch the game, and what was your thoughts about Duke's game last night? Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch the entire game, but I, I saw a lot of highlights. You know, um, I think Duke can win it. I think the one Achilles heel that they have right now is three point shooting. Um, but man, if, if they can if they can bully into the lane like they've been doing, I think they have a great chance to win it all. Um, you know, Zion he kind he had a decent game yesterday, but I mean that's Drop the thirty two going up against right. Um, but I mean, you know, uh, that's to be expected. Um, he 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 had a good game. I'm just saying, like you know, he 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 had a tough game as far as going up against Taco Taco. Um, yeah, Taco, my bad. Taco, you know, so that's to be expected. Anytime you have a big man, I don't care how good or great he is. If he can fill up the lane like that, you're going to struggle. So, but that was a good game for Duke. I think it'll only help them as they go along. So. Go ahead, Vince. Well, my thoughts about the game is, wow. I mean, I know people are like, oh, Duke got lucky. But it's going to happen as far as I think Duke is probably the best team in college basketball, in my opinion. I think the only the, because of Zion, without Zion, they're pretty much they're fucked in my opinion. But anyways, uh, it was a good game. I saw. The, listen, did Duke get lucky at the end? You can say yes or no. But you know what, John? It's 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 for it's gonna happen that way. So you know, I'm gonna credit UCF. You know, fighting back. You know, I mean, they were a damn good team. And they and and I, I realized it throughout the game. They they figure out Duke. They figure it out. Let them shoot threes because they knew Duke can't cannot shoot threes. And people are asking me. Is Duke beatable? I think they are, and I think the only thing they can beat them is North Carolina. But 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 you know I I, I listen. Duke is Duke is not a three point team, and they're they're not good at shooting three. So and that's why UCF was um, almost beat them. Uh, uh, I feel like I a college team that can beat like Duke is whoever can shoot threes. I mean, do you agree with that, John? I mean, what, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with that, man. But Duke got lucky, but that's how it is, and championship playoff runs you to yeah run. you gotta have a little look that's that's always yeah. what happens but i think the the other thing you know you gotta realize too vince that that make that separates duke even when they go up against a three-point team is that they have three legitimate nba yep. players so anytime you have zion and you have barrett and you have cameron reddish that can bully in the lane it's going to be dangerous i don't care how many threes that other team shoots because they have the ability to put everybody on that team in foul trouble so you know that's what separates Duke, but the only thing that's going to beat Duke is Duke. Yeah, yeah. 
What's your thoughts, Paul? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I think Duke got exposed. I thought we saw what their real weakness was. You know, you gotta force the ball to Trey Jones. <clears throat> God, he's shooting terrible. We want one for eight for three. That's horrible for a Duke point guard. I think, you know, I think we saw the real chink in their armor. I think, you know, if you force them to be a three-point shooting team, they're in trouble, man. Especially with the ball and Trey Jones' hand. I think, you know, I think I agree with like what Stephen A. Smith said. I think if you start struggling again, you got to put RJ at the one because he can handle that. He can shoot a three, but... Yeah, right. And I thought, like, Zion had, I know what you mean, Chad, like, Zion had, like, a quiet 32, you know what I mean? Like, and, right, and, and right. all that buildup, like, I think, you know, he got caught in the moment of trying to dunk on that Taco Fall gun. And, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and I think it really showed that at the next level, he has to shore up his shooting a little more if he's going to be, like, the face of the league, like everyone thinks. Would you guys agree with me that, you know, you can't miss that free throw? I know it was for the better, but come on. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. But I think he's he's so young right now that, that that's not something that you You can't about not pick thing. him if you're, obviously, if you got the first. Right, you know, right. You should lose your right. if you pick him. I don't know how you guys feel. Right. That's how I feel. Well, well, yeah, definitely. I think you take him and then J.A. Morant. But, I mean, if you have a guy that's similar to him on your team, then you may look at J.A. Moran. I wouldn't be mad at the team for taking J.A. Moran over, you know, over Zion, depending on the You can't pass on but Zion. I just, it's like passing on, like, I don't want to say LeBron because that's high hopes, but this dude is, you know, it's pretty much a guarantee he's going to be a beast right, at the next level right, right away. Oh, yeah, I, get, I, I, I agree. And I think, I think what I meant by Duke that will help him is that, yeah, uh, UCF was able to expose him, but the question is, did Duke learn from that? And when another team tries that, do they already know what to do as they go forward? See, that's the thing. Even though they got exposed, they didn't lose, so they have a chance to go back to the drawing board and say, "Okay, this is what teams are going to try to do to us." I have a question, this Chad, real quick. Yeah. Do you think they would? Do you think they would want to not match up with? Uh, I'm not exactly sure which way the brackets face, but. Don't you think they could possibly lose to a Michigan State or someone like that? It's a possibility. It's, it's anything's a possibility in a tournament because you only have one game and you can't yeah. afford to the play best, bad The best game. team doesn't always win. Yes, That's true. Of you guys. Yeah. Well, first of all, all of you guys. So, I think the only way to beat Duke is the game's on the line from other teams. Would you guys foul Zion at the end? Of, like, if the game's no, on the line? I, I don't think he's that much of a liability that you foul him. I think he couldn't. He definitely is capable of shooting free throws. I'm pretty sure he shoots around 70%. So, I mean, yeah. I think he just, you know, yeah, stuff like that happens in yeah. the big games. I, I, I think the way that you that you get Zion frustrated and and, uh, and get Duke out of uh, out of their comfort zone is when Zion drops to the line. He's so aggressive and big and strong that you have to have somebody that's willing to take that charge. Put yep. him in a position to take charges. And I think that's how you that's how you frustrate him at least. I don't know if that's gonna work. I don't know if that's gonna frustrate Cameron Reddish and, and um and uh, RJ Barrett, but it'll put the team, you know, it, it'll frustrate them to a certain extent because you know Zion will be Dude, out. Barrett is so, so good. Like it is crazy. He's so underrated, I think, because he's overshadowed by Zion. But 
If yeah. he wasn't in there, it would still be a toss-up between him and Moran. Telling you. Yeah, no, man. So, would you do the same if you're the other team, the game on the line? Would you, would you foul Zion? No. No, because what if you foul him and he's is the two plus free throws? He's definitely capable. So, yeah. But, uh, John, let's get, let's, hear, uh, let's get to your other questions. I want to hear what you have. Okay, um... It's about uh, let me see here. Oh, Rob Gronkowski. Is Rob Gronkowski the best tight end of all time? Who? You know, it's you know what I'll say is he was he was a tight end that was in the best position of all time. I mean, you get to play with Tom Brady. You have Bill Belichick as your coach. I don't know if I, I he's a great tight end. I'm not saying he he he's not up there, but what I will say. Is that I don't know if he's better than Shannon Sharp. You didn't see them read the stats he, today. Yeah, I did, but you know, um, Gronkowski became a better blocker later on in his career. Oh. So I, he's definitely up there, man. If he's not number one, he's at least number two. Yeah. What, I, what are you for this era or like 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 all, um, the, all era of all time, bro? If if you're talking about this era, it's no question. But if you're talking about all time, then I would say he's. Yeah, I mean, you can you can go back and forth with him. Yeah, I, good tight I ends. Would say can we agree on that? The NFL always has good tight ends. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, they just really started. Well, you know that's true. But I'll say this: they really like Gronkowski. Kind of took it to another yeah. level. Him and Vernon Vernon Davis um, for the 49ers. because Vernon Davis was he's to me he's an underrated uh, tight end. Yeah, he after is. he left San Francisco, and don't forget about yeah, exactly. don't forget about Angel, Angel Hernandez, right? The guy, well, you know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Oh, Tony no, Gonzalez. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Aaron Hernandez. Oh, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, he, he was a uh, I don't know. He, he was a piece, but I don't know if his career was long <laughs> enough to put him Kids way up there. I mean, his criminal career was long, man. So <laughs> I would get, I would oh give God. him a. He's yeah. a beast in that. Yeah, uh, he's a beast on the criminal yeah. side. I would choose probably Shannon Sharp, uh, like a all clients, but you know, it was it. it okay, but it's Gronk. Uh, you know, best in this era, probably. But you know, but but I can I can tell why you know like, but you can argue Gonzalez as well because look at the quarterback that he had, right? I mean, look, he had the team bad. And yeah, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a good quarterback, but I mean, you know, but I mean, you can. I mean, everybody says Gonzalez is more better. Is the best uh, pattern of all time. You could argue that, but I would call you probably go with Skip Boy, Shannon Sharp, in my opinion. Go ahead. What about uh, Antonio Gates, yeah, man? No, he's, he's definitely out there. If if you're asking me, I would put. Uh, it's like it's a breakdown between these couples. There's a uh, Gronk. There's Antonio Gates, there's Tony Gonzalez, and there's the original. There's the original <laughs> Calvin Winslow. You look at his stats. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, from, definitely from the San Diego Chargers yeah. back then. I think Dan. But Tom man, you cannot, yeah, you cannot deny Shannon Sharp, man. That dude, yeah, yeah he's a he beast. He was a beast, but he's not on the. I can't put him on the level of Gronk. Gronk's productivity is crazy. He missed so many games. And he's still right. Yeah, he did. He's, yeah. He, he averaged did. like you 70 give yards. Him that. They said today he averaged like 70 yards a game. That's pretty good. He he really was. Yeah. Like a, uh, he was like a... Like a Michael yeah, Jordan. He did, yeah, perfect. Like, you know, you could do yeah, anything. He was. You could build an offense around him. Okay. Well, I got a... It's tough, bro. I think it's, it's rock. I don't know, man. 
I know I'm gonna have to, I'll just go with Gronk, man, because it's it's hard to choose, man. Yeah, yeah. His pro his productivity is amazing, bro. His like, questions for you guys. This is question I just thought right now. If Gronkowski didn't have Tom Brady, would he be how he is today, or would he be still great? Yeah. Hmm. I say yes. I like you could put him anywhere. I would say yes. Right. I, I would say yes for the simple fact that it wasn't that he was. It wasn't that Gronk was getting open because of his routes. It was, it was that, but I'm saying it wasn't just because that dude was fast. Oh my God. He was fast. And, and to, like, I talked to my cousin, because I, you know, I told you guys my cousin played for the Eagles. He said Gronk was so fast. He said, he was like, man, he said that dude is like really the truth. He said he fast, he big, he strong. Because he said he had to, he had to try to guard him a couple of times. And he was like, nah, I'm going to stay over here on the defensive yeah, line. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I I would agree with those guys. I mean, but you know, but you know, I agree with the, those guys with said about Gronk. You know, John. Look, remember, Tony Gonzalez did the same thing. Look at look, look at his quarterback uh, for the Chiefs, right? Like, was I, correct me if I'm wrong? Was it Coyle? Was it Brock Coyle? Or was it uh, what's his face? Who was the quarterback for the Chiefs? Green. Green was pretty good. Yeah. Chan Green. Green, yeah. Right. So I mean, so I mean, he's yeah, like a better Kirk be Cousins. The, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, what do you think, John? I'd say, yeah, man. I think he's a beast anywhere he goes, man, but it's all good. But uh, I have to dive into this question. There's going to be no drama to it. Give me your top five quarterbacks of this year or of next year. Mm. Chad, you go I'll first. Start with, uh, I'll start with Chad. Okay, well, you, you obviously you got to go with Tom Brady. He just won a Super Bowl. He still, he still has um, – you got to go with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, um, Drew Brees, uh, Patrick, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, um, and Drew, Andrew Luck. You can't. Yeah. You, I think Andrew Luck is going to have a. It's like a toss up between him and, and I, Russell Wilson. And I, oh man, I, I, I hate I didn't uh, say Philip Rivers, but definitely he's yeah. always been a top quarterback. Big bet too. too. Can't leave him out. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a lot of guys. Um, but we just said probably five, the best quarterback generation that uh, anybody will ever see. Go ahead, Paul. Who do you got? I gotta go. I'm pretty much. I have the same list as Chad. I I got um, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Mm. I guess you could say Mahomes. And then the last, like, I would say, like, uh, yeah, the, a toss-up would probably be, like, between there's, like, a lot of good quarterbacks, probably Russell Wilson, Andrew Luck, Big Ben, Phillip Rivers, you know, those type of players. I think Matt Ryan's pretty decent, too. I don't know. Yeah, I got the same exact answer as Chad, but I take out Luck and throw in Rivers. Ah, uh, okay, okay, that's fair. What about you, Vince? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm going to fuck my jacket. Here we go. All right, will be number one, Aaron Rodgers. Two is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Three is going to be fourth is going to be Josh Allen in my opinion. Five is going to be is going to be Carson Wentz. Okay, if you pick Josh Allen, uh, explain why he's going to do good next season. Okay, I'm going to explain why. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to back up my boy right here. So everybody keeps forgetting that the Bills not make they made a playoffs two years ago. Okay, they made a playoff with Tyrod Taylor. Did anyone expect the Bills make it to play with Tyrod Taylor? But it came on a fluky. No. The, the Ravens had to lose 
to the Bengals on fourth and fifteen with like ten seconds left in the game. So I get all that, but did you expect the Bills to make the playoffs? Yes or no? No. No. Okay, the so there we go. Be at best, third in their in their division. No, no, no. I, I I really really do think the Bills will make the playoffs. I think they're gonna make the wild card wild card, and you guys. If they do make the wild cards, but but anyways, the Bills I, I, could I, lose their division. Yes, they're, they're going to lose the division, but I think they're going to make the no, wild card. I mean, they're coming dead last, I think. It's no doubt about that. I think everybody in that division got better. Yeah, um, was, yeah. Uh, you got to watch for the so Dolphins. It's, it's they no could no sneak in eight and eight with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, they in full tank mode, bro. They not. They not so? bro, yeah, they in full tank. Patrick's like that sometimes. I mean, at best, yeah, at best, you'll maybe get an eight and eight season. I mean, at very best, I think, I think he could win nine games in the uh, AFC East. That conference is old. Nah, that he's not. We. No, it is, but he's not. He's but not. You the Dolphins always beat the Patriots too. Yeah, but here's, so he could no. get five wins within the division. Yeah, but then, here's my thing though: the Miami owner was Tua, but why? What does the owner have to say about this? I mean, even though he's saying Tua, but doesn't the owner like why does he have to speak out for what he wants? The, 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 it, uh, are you allowed to do that or no? The owners don't really make the picks. The general managers do. Exactly. But why is the owner yeah. of the Dolphins saying that? Because it's his team, and if he wants that guy, he's gonna tell a GM to pick him, or he's gonna fire him. So he can say whatever he wants to say. He he paid money for the team. The GM is is hired by him, so he can really say whatever he wants to say. A lot of owners just tend to stay in the background because you know they don't want to. They don't want to do that. But if you have an owner that comes out and says something, you can't tell I him mean, anything. I could give you guys like insight as a Philly fan on like. Tanking and being okay with it, like because like the Lakers weren't really tanking, but tanking on purpose, bro. If there's like a purpose, like we had Joel Embiid, we know we had to get healthy, and if we lose, we're gonna get Ben Simmons. And I never thought he was gonna be good, but everyone said that Markel Fultz was like an equivalent to James Harden. Like they said, best case scenario. So I'm like, if this is true. You know, I can see why we're losing on purpose. Like it ended up being worth it. We got Embiid, and that's like one of the best young cores you could ask for. I know it's a little off topic, yeah. but I just you know. yeah, it was off topic. But uh, <laughs> go ahead and finish, Vince. Oh, but yeah, um, it's it, but you know, but, uh, that's, that's pretty much what I have to say, John. I, it's it's uh, but yeah, you know, it's just yeah, I I never knew like an owner had to say about say about you know wanting to take for two off. Like I just feel like you know, um, leave leave the head coach, the GM makes the decision, not the owner. You know what I mean? What I was trying to say though is it might be worth. He might be worth tanking. Like he's a special player. Is what I'm saying. Well, you better. You listen, he, he's well, the type that could, he could turn your franchise around. It seems like. Well, listen, Tua better be Wilson Wilson. He better be. He better not be a bust. Need to be Wilson Wilson. Tua. Yeah, he can. Who? Yeah. Who Tua? Yeah. Uh, he is a system quarterback. Bro, two is a great. He's a great talent. No, he is, but he's a system quarterback. <laughs> oh, that's all right. There's a lot of successful system quarterbacks. Tom Brady's a system quarterback. No, that's true. <laughs> but it, yeah, but it has to translate right, to. Yeah. yeah, but it has to translate. Has to translate to the NFL. Yeah. That's John, the thing. But yeah. Question. Um. 
let me see here. Let's see this shit off topic. But anyway, um, everybody thinks James Harden is the next Kobe. Do you think he is? Okay, I'll go. I'll. Let's check. Well, you first. start with me. Let's let me go last, cause, cause. <laughs> nah, let me go last. Let me go, go ahead, last. Okay, this is what I say. say. Uh, Rocket fans, I uh, hope you uh, stay off the weed, uh, because uh, James Harden is not Kobe. And the only reason why people are saying that is because he's scoring a lot of points. The only reason why he's scoring a lot of points is because the way how they're calling fouls nowadays now. Okay, guys, if Kobe would have played right now, he would get he would get like 80 points by the way how they're calling fouls now. I mean, I can I can sneeze and that's a foul. I can I can I can kiss you and that's a foul. So, but anyways, but no, but yeah, maybe not that one. <laughs> but anyways, we got to know my point. I mean, James Harden is no Kobe. I mean, James Harden can't play uh, can't play defense. Kobe can. Kobe was a killer. James Harden's not a killer. And he's not a killer in the playoffs either. So, I mean, James Harden is just a regular season guy, and that's it. I think fans are just delusional that's calling James Harden Kobe. That's all. I mean, it's, it's serious. But he is, he, he is having a good season, though. Yeah. He, is, he is in the regular season, though. But he doesn't do good in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Go ahead, uh, Paul. Wow, that's a lot of James Harden bashing right there. Good Lord. But, uh, I mean... It's not Kobe, but he's like the next best thing. And all time, pretty much, think back of it. I mean, who can you say is a better scorer than him? Maybe Kevin Durant? D-Wade? D-Wade was not a better scorer than James Harden. Uh, D-Wade can't shoot. But um, anyway, I uh, you know, I love James Harden. He's a great player. You guys are right. He needs to get it done in a playoffs. He's definitely not a killer. He doesn't play defense. You can say what you want about him, but offensively, I mean, besides Kevin Durant, he's second to none. I mean, he's just he's just a great player, but he has his flaws. But no, he's definitely yeah. not the next Kobe. But yeah, he's playing really well. He's this playing season. out of his mind. Season. Yeah, he is, and we gotta give credit. He's a great he player. Not... It's a shame the Thunder player, couldn't but... stay together. Oh my god. Yeah, he he Kobe is way better than James Harden, so. Go ahead, Chad. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't feel the same way that you guys feel. I think he's a great scorer, and I'll, I'll say that. But the reason why I can't put him as a great player is because he hasn't even – he in all of the playoff series that they've had, Wait, he know, has not I, played well. Since we're on the I mean, of the Rockets, can I, is, is Chris Paul a great player then or no? Because he hasn't gotten in the playoffs. Chris Paul is a Chris Chris Paul is a great player though. You saw that last year. Chris Paul took that team on his back, and if he hadn't got hurt, they had a chance to beat Golden State. That's and Chris is Paul the has def- is the it. difference defense to you like intensity. It's not just that, and that's what I was going to explain. But it's not just defense. First of all, defense is important, and that's one thing James Harden doesn't play. He doesn't. He doesn't play it well, and he doesn't take it as seriously as he should. Also, um, his he lets people get in his head, and he doesn't go out there and give his best. He folds on. How, how do you fold on offense? In the, how do you fold on the best Defense. thing that you're supposed to do? Oh, okay, come on. Offense. No, no, no. Uh, the best thing that you do is is offense. But in the playoffs, you still score. You disappear. You become a no show. 
you're appalled. But see, just like Zion had a quiet 32 yesterday, that's what he has. He'll have a quiet 30, but let's just, yeah, you got to look at it. You mean like he's jacking up yeah, a bunch he of like, shots too, he right? He had like 10 points. Right, but he'll have like 10 points in the first half, and then he'll get like 20 in the second half after the game is almost over, and they're losing that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to take over. Like, last year in the playoffs against Golden State, they were up 15 points in the third quarter. How do you go in the fourth quarter with a lead and then you just let your team blow it? I don't care if Chris Powell wasn't out there. You had a chance to take over the game. That's my problem with James Harden. And if you notice, he did that. If you go back to the finals with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook when they played Miami, he didn't show up in that game either. How do you yeah. not show up as a third out? Show you. He, uh... I don't know, man. It's like it's like that's why I'm critical of him, man. Like that's unacceptable. Like you guys are a great shooting team. Why you miss thirty shots? Well, and look, and and look, I don't have a problem with the role players missing shots. They miss shots. They were that. That's what happens. But you, as the superstar, if you're not making your outside yep. shots, take it to the hole and get fouled. Yeah, you Lakers force the issue. You and Lakers that's my fans problem know with that uh, the Trevor Ariza the truth. Mm, yeah. Oh, Trevor Reason is the truth. But, he but, the truth. Yeah. He had a bad series. Do you think? Do you think James Harden will shrink in the playoffs? Do you think he gets his team to at least the Western Conference? I think. I think he's, he's definitely going, going back to the Western in the playoffs. Conference. I really do. Unless, unless the Thunder. The Thunder yeah, by James Harden, what, oh, go ahead. If James Harden could do what he's doing in the regular season in the playoffs, they could get get to the Western Conference Finals easy. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. But that's a well. Big- they. They can take Golden State to the to the yeah limit. right, but that's not the big if though, John. I, I I hope you're right. Like, listen, good. He better he better perform that in the playoffs because if not, then the rock the Rockets are in trouble. What yeah. you guys? Oh, I'm gonna get into some big baller brand news. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Uh, all that. Yo, can I go first? Oh. Yeah, go ahead. I saw you when this, I wrote this down. Go ahead. Um, you know, it's funny because I, you know how. Um, on that big baller show if you comment a lot of times they uh like comment back it's like some corny ass like ball thing like the ball in the family well I commented on there like I want to say over a year ago I said Alan looks like a scammer and they came back at me all hard and it was I was like wow and then come to I knew this dude was a scammer you could tell just by the way he moved and LeVar Ball is stupid. Like, he had such a great idea. But, you know, how do you not know, like, all of them, but especially LeVar, how do you not know when a million and a half dollars is getting moved around? And this dude is like a known scammer. He scammed a church. Like, come on, man. But, you know, I think now it's going to be really beneficial to all of them (laughs) because... I feel like he's been holding them back a little bit, like making LaMelo drop out of high school, losing his college eligibility, pulling Jello out of UCLA, telling telling uh, the Lakers they need to draft all three of his sons. I think now he's going to calm that, that stuff down. So what do you guys think? Because 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 Lonzo probably had enough of it, and uh, I think Lonzo's doing the right thing, I hope man. So. Getting rid of everybody. Start fresh. Maybe he wants to do his own thing. You know what I mean? Like his own yeah. Lonzo ball. Second pick of the Lakers. Having pick his of the dad Lakers. telling me what to do. Maybe you should know that. I think he's just tired of it. All the me. I think he's tired of it. I think yeah. he's a dad. Let me I do feel it like now. this was the perfect excuse. You know what I mean? Like I feel like he's been wanting to do this, don't you? But uh, 
But I think Lonzo has that uh, do behind the scenes mentality. He doesn't go all public with everything. He probably just talked to his dad real quick and he kept the pushing. So, Chad, what is your thoughts about this big baller brand situation? Well, I I think um, I think that Lonzo was always in control. But I think where where I kind of agree with you guys to a certain extent is that Lonzo um, Lonzo was more so. I think it's like let me. That's my family. Let me help them out. And sometimes that can, sometimes certain family members can be a detriment to your progress. And I think that was the situation with, you know, with him trying to carry, not Lamelo, not so much Melo, but Jello, because Jello is not an NBA player. I mean, Je- Jello has to figure out what he wants to do. Um, you know, so I think that was the thing. And what I noticed about this, um, and why I think Lonzo was always in control. I mean, he has fifty-one percent ownership yeah, in Big Baller Brand. So that lets, yeah, that let, that's over everybody. So that lets me know he was always in control of the situation. They basically counted on him. And I think he felt that pressure. Like, I got to take care of my family, even though he was in control. But Lonzo's not going to say that in public. He doesn't air out everything in public. Chad, can you I know. ask you a question real quick? So do you think yeah. that kind of LeVar built the bo- Triple B's league for LiAngelo almost in a way? That's what I think, too. Yeah, he did. He did. He definitely did that, but I think he was also trying to help others. I think dude has a good heart. I think sometimes he lets his mouth get in the way of his business and what he's trying to do, and sometimes it gets him in trouble. But I think he, I think LeVar, he's obviously a good dad. Anybody that can, I mean, you, anybody that can get three of your sons Even at least college. close to the NBA, you get one in there, you, right, same thing. So, you know, he's a good dad. He's a, obviously a good trainer. Um, you know, so I mean, I give him credit for that, but I think Lonzo's going to excel from here. You know, he may not have, he may still take care of his family, but he's going to be more in control of his career. And that's good for him. Do you think he should start hiring people that's smart with, I think he should start hiring people. I know, know notice it's a good learning curve for Lonzo. So now he has to go, yeah, start over and be really trustful with people. Know what I mean? He he may just, oh, you could be my. Bank, bank account person. I don't mind. I don't know, man. I just got well, I I think it. I think that th- that to a certain extent. But I think what it, it taught him is that I need to pay attention yeah. no matter who I hire. Because I mean, you can hire you can hire somebody that's well known and they still take your money. Shot today, so you got to pay attention to what's going on. He wanted to put that bag on them. Yeah. <laughs> well, Shannon Sharp. Also, Chad, you were right about yeah. direct messages. You said the media was trying to uh, like create drama that LeVar was taking control, right? Yeah. You're right. right. I remember that. Yeah, that's the way I so, feel. Like, um, let me see. One more question for, before we get up on here. Do you think the NBA should go to 1-16 to 16 or keep it at 1-3? Oh. Well, John, John, I got some questions for you guys, too, when you're done. Okay, okay. cool. Um, I think 1-8 through eight is fine. Um, are, are you talking about as far as NBA, like playoffs. 16? Yeah, 16 teams in the playoffs, Um, you know, eight teams each uh, conference. No, he's talking about, I think that's do you fine. think they should do, like, the seeding as 1 through 16 instead of 1 through 8 and 1 through 8 in the playoffs? No, what? Uh, oh, man. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know about that, man. That would be interesting. Uh, I think they should try it out for one season and see how it goes. Uh, but you you would see the difference between the West and the East. You, I probably I think you would see more oh, East sure. teams exiting early. What do you think, yeah. Chat Vince? I would prefer. This is a fight question, by the way, everybody. That's a good question. I would prefer. I was would love to see one in sixteen, but you know I think everybody will probably want one in eight because just because all these 
they're gonna be like, oh, you know, it's gonna be unfair because we can't beat the West and stuff. So, I mean, I will be okay with one to sixteen. I, I would be okay with it, but the Eastern Conference fans, Conference fans won't. But I would. I'm. A, I'm. A, I mean, I wouldn't be. Okay. I wouldn't be okay with it because it's like, come on, man. One through sixteen, then sixteen plays. I believe one. And then the Lakers could have made this year then. Nah, I don't want that. Nah, I don't want that. No, 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 no. You know why? Because if the Lakers are a team like 16, oh, we made the playoffs at 16. No, I want to be up there in the one to four range, not 16 range. You know what I mean? So you, so you, so you look, so you like it, to, so you like it to right. keep it yeah, close, though, right? Yeah, just competitive. If you make the A spot, you make it. If you don't, you don't. But go ahead, uh, Paul. You got questions for us? Yeah, I want to touch on that real quick too. I mean, <clears throat> I think it would be an interesting idea, but I think. I also kind of like it because uh, you never know who can come out of the East now, and it brings the suspense up. But um, yeah, this was from last week, so these questions are a little old, but I still haven't heard your guys' opinion. What do you guys make of all this Big Ben nonsense, and do you believe it? Mm. Uh, no, I don't believe anything anymore. The media says. Everybody just likes to talk about drama, fake news, and I think Ben's actually a good guy behind the scenes. I think it's people just upset at him. You know what I mean? Yeah, what about you, Chad? Um, I believe it. Um, I'm not, It doesn't have anything to do with whether he's a good or bad guy. I think what you have to... Listen, Ben is still living off of those two titles. But what, it's what hard to find better than Big Ben. And you see... You, you see... That's well. I know. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is he needs to change his leadership style. As as uh, James Harrison said on the um on Colin Cowherd show yesterday, he never had a chance to become leader of the team. He always had older guys that were the leader of the teams, whether that was on defense or offense. So now he has the lead, and he's he's just like, well, it's either my way or the highway. And I get that, but at the same time, you also, if you're a leader, you you as you're not a, you're um. If you're a leader, you're as good as your teammates are. If you uplift your teammates, I'm not saying, hey, you say, hey, Le'Veon, let's go play video games. But what I'm saying is you got to you gotta find a way to reach them at their point, you know, to get the most out of them. It can't always be, well, if you don't do this, I'm not passing you the ball. Or, you know what I mean? And so I think that he had to reach them a little bit more. We'll see. I, I think we'll see, you know, if somebody else ends up having an issue with him. But I, I, I do believe it. It's not that he's a bad guy, but I think he, he needs to. Ooh, that's, interesting. that's interesting. That's a good question, Paul. Paul, because I want to ask you guys this. But because, you know, is that why probably Le'Veon Bell and A.B. left? Because here's why. Because there was, there was a rumor that if they didn't trade A.B., you believe that rumor that Ben Roethlisberger would have retired if they would have kept A.B.? No, I don't. What? Well, I don't know how you, you can't believe that because he threatened to retire last year unless they got rid of that offensive coordinator. Or that may not have been last year, I apologize. That may have been the year before that. But And guess what? That offensive it's coordinator Haley. got yeah. fired. So, you know, yeah. So, I mean, so th- that's if that's not a Brett Favre type I just feel like people like I don't know what else is. false rumors just to create a storyline, you know what I mean? So I just don't believe anything that he just says well, you you, yeah, yeah. you you have two players saying that. And I know that their credibility is not the, the best as far as their antics. But I think if you have somebody, if you have another person come out and say that, 
it can't just be two yeah. people and now you have a third person coming out and say it. it can't just be oh, okay yeah. it's all everybody creating drama I think I know why they're saying some I think, uh, to it. that's why when you, when you don't win stuff gets leaked out and when it's all there then I think everybody's pissed off at each other I guarantee you they're going to become friends again watch it's about two or three of they're make up and that's chill. true but 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 John let's but how have the Steelers lost the last couple of years? Let's look at that. They've lost yeah. on bad passing plays and dumb. And who's yeah, responsible? Ben Roethlisberger. Ben No, that's that's true. But he's also thrown bad balls and thrown interceptions at the wrong time in the game. And so, why are you doing it if you have mm-hmm. later on film? You're working all during the but season. I just and like when, when every time a quarterback. Who is that? Listen, like throwing interceptions, it's his fault. The receivers too. Like the receivers should be held accountable, just like the quarterback and running back. You know I mean? Oh yeah, no doubt about that. But I'm just saying, at the same time, if you're big, yeah, yeah. Man, you got yeah, two yeah. Super Bowls. You're you're the guy. You're that guy. You're supposed to be that guy, like Tom Brady. Then you have to make that. You have to make better throws. You have to. You have That's to true. win that game. Yeah, that's true, but Tom, Tom, it Tom is the problem being, as well. His defense can't just keep sucks. Yeah. No, that's that's no doubt. But at the same time, Tom yeah, gives Roethlisberger a lot of leeway. So if you're gonna be that dude, you better make that pass to get yeah. to the Super Bowl. What's the next question, Paul? Um, hold up. Well, yeah, and uh, my opinion on that is that I feel like. Um, you know, I feel like like James Harrison said. I said like he said that you know it depends on who you're asking. Like how every relationship is like. Certain people, uh, yeah, yeah, you can't please everyone. Right, and I agree. But right, my next question is: Do you think Clay Matthews? Signing with the Rams is a good and impactful pickup for them. Lord Vince, <laughs> you like the Rams? I mean, you like Clay Matthews? Go ahead. Okay, well, he's a USC guy. I love USC. That, that, that's my back ball team. But anyways, listen, I don't blame Clay Matthews. He wants to go to a contender, and uh, he's at home. And I like Wake. Uh, listen, Wake Phillips is really good. The corn dinner, and I don't blame. I don't blame. Uh, Clay Matthews. He wants to go to a winner, and the Rams can, uh, you know, go back to Super Bowl again with, uh, you know, with um, with, uh, with Clay Matthews. So I, I don't blame Clay, and he's home, so I, I don't blame him at all. And he's, I think he's going to make an impact, in my opinion. I, I think so. But yeah, I, it's a good pickup, in my opinion. What do you, what do you think, John? Um, I think it's going to be a, a great addition. Bring leadership, fire, hustle, great grind, and uh, they make those big, big plays on the third and ten. Even though they got. Um, Flower Jr. back. Dante Fowler Jr. And two with Aaron Dawn's going to be a deadly defense, man. And everybody needs to watch out for that defense. Go ahead, uh, Chad. Um, well, I, I'm, I've never been that high on Clay Matthews. And also, I'll say this, mm-hmm. that I think his play has decreased um, since they won that Super Bowl. But to be fair to Clay, they also had him playing out of position the last couple of years. 
So I, I got to be fair on that part. But we'll see how much he has left in the tank with the Rams. Um, he can he can be a very impactful player. But one thing I will, another thing I'll criticize him on, and I'll move on. Um, I think last year, the last couple of years, he's gotten in trouble for um the certain type of tackles he's making. Um, and the penalties he, he's getting. So I, if he can shore that up and, and come out and play better, I think that uh, that'll be a, a great addition for the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think he's a great player, and you know, he could. I know he's all kind of on the decline, but I feel like he could possibly, with his pass rush, help that defense even more. Seems like they just keep stacking up the players. But uh, I got a question for you, Lakers fans. I said, at this current moment, would you say that it's fair to say Doc Rivers' commitment and not even contemplating leaving the Clippers shows a lot of people that there's dysfunction in, with the Lakers? No. Okay. Can I go first? No, I already No, no. I don't care what anybody says. Just because they're having a losing season, oh, they're having dysfunction. I know stuff's been said and all this it just seems like there's always a story. I know they have LeBron. Winning solves everything, regardless if you have a dysfunctional locker room, dysfunctional franchise. When you win a championship, it doesn't even matter. LeBron is a circus show, man. It really is. Yeah, but 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 it's gonna change. One, I guarantee you, once we win this championship in about two or three years, everyone's gonna be like, oh hell yeah, Lakers are back. And then two two months later, oh Lakers are not gonna win anything. So it's every day. And what if they don't win the championship? Then they don't, and then it will be a so you but say I, it's, I it's for LeBron, it's championship or bust? Yes. It's just, if you ask, it always if you ask is. Kobe, it is. It's part of Laker history. We're all about championship banners, parade bait, talk about moral seasons. So, yeah, I don't get why people think that it's dysfunctional just because we're having a bad losing season. I can Go see that. Time. Between you and Chad, it seems like you guys don't have much respect for the regular season at all. And I know it doesn't mean a whole lot, but... No, I'm, yeah, we don't because we're all about championships. Just like Kobe was, just like Shaq, Kareem, everybody. You can have you can have like good regular season yeah. and then miss well, have a bad playoff. So I don't really care for the playoff record until we win the NBA championship. Go ahead, Chad. I think um yeah, man, I think I think I've I've watched the media create all kind of fake drama and news this entire year with the Lakers and I just sit back and laugh because it's like we're not dysfunctional. You know, when we, the, the crazy thing is, and I'm, I'm going to be real quick with this part, but the crazy thing is when we signed Lance Stevenson and some of those other veterans, they're like, oh, the Lakers are doing this. Lakers are going to be really good. But now you guys are saying we made a mistake and Magic can't GM after he yeah. just got us LeBron. I mean, it makes no sense. So that's, I, I don't pay attention to it. It's funny. It's actually funny to me because I know it's being a Laker fan since I was a little kid and, and going through the Kobe era. And Kobe and Shaq era, and uh, you know the era before that. Um, it's funny because we've always had drama. That's what we thrive yeah. on. It just so happened this year we just lost, and that's just what it's it crazy. is. But, but when you saw that, it's crazy, yo, you guys. I can't get so the Laker fans to crack at all. Exactly. And and the thing about it too, man, is that look, man. It doesn't matter about all these regular season teams. I'm laughing at them because I'm looking at I'm looking at the, the Nets. When people tell me about D'Angelo Russell and what the Nets are doing, I'm like, come on, man, this guy yeah, got to be so. first round next week, and you guys are all hype. Get out of here with that. 
uh, and then here we go. You know, you talking about the Nets, the Kings, the, the guy from yeah. Kings got on there talking. They're not even going to yeah. the playoffs. What is he talking about? <laughs> I mean, and so then you have that. You have the different numbers. They're probably. So what you're saying is you got Golden State winning the championship. And, and, and everybody. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, so it, it everything that everybody is doing doesn't matter because they they're not even close to one title, and we got sixteen. And I know you can go back and say, oh, that was years ago. No, that was yep, 2000. I agree with you, Chad, but go ahead, Vince. With with okay, that. okay. I'm about to throw on the right here. Listen, Paul. Listen, buddy. Um, Doc Rivers, I, I, don't, I don't believe that shit about the Lakers. I don't because I feel like that was his agent. And I feel like he was – It was anything that Woj says, it's fake new. He hates the Lakers. It is so sham. I don't believe anything that Bleach Report or anything. It's the most Lakers the Lakers. What? The most accurate NBA reporter. He's the oh, best. Oh, well, he's done. Yes, have you checked his? Have you have you checked his? <laughs> he always has the stories before everyone else. So you do. So wait, wait. So you so you believe so you believe whatever whatever he says. I believe whatever he says, but ninety percent of the time, it's always on like everywhere via Woj. Like he is the yeah. source guy. He was the one that called that Anthony Davis trade. Not happy. Well, he, called, he knows everything. You guys are trying to laugh at me, but you know he knows so much stuff. No, it, it's I'm not laughing at you, but I'm laughing at him. Well, let's say he's like the Adam let's, let's, Okay, let's just give him credit for knowing stuff. But, but, but let let me just say this, Paul. He does know stuff, but when it comes to the Lakers, he's he's been. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go by Brian Winters. A lot of years. No, I, I don't. I trust Brandon. I trust. I trust no, I'm not going by fact. Brandon, I don't. I trust Brandon Robinson. He called about the Jason Kidd thing, Anthony Davis, before it even happened. So I trust him. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, Woj. Listen, he, it's nothing. You want to look him up? Look him up on Twitter, Scoopy like, Robinson. Yeah. So I mean, and, and look, man. The Doc Rivers thing was never going to happen. That was all about leverage because if if it was going to happen, he would have never signed that extension. And let me tell you, they were already they were already talking about that extension before yeah. that news came out. What's that was wrong just with Jason Kidd to get Lakers that fans? extra money that he was asking for? Uh, now Jason Kidd creates issues he everywhere he goes. Go he fights with the organization. Yeah, he fights with the organization, and he also he he doesn't he he ends up having issues with the players. I don't want him anywhere. Near Basically, he's like he, he, he does bad ratations and has his own player document with the Gatorade bottle in his hand for a timeout. Oh, Jason Kidd is. Oh, Jason Kidd is. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a good. He's good at basketball. Just, just good at basketball, and you're a Hall of Famer. Sometimes you don't you, you don't do good as a coach. But listen, do I think Jason Kidd will fit as the Lakers coach? No, I don't. I believe that won't. Thing, but I, I will say this: I believe I believe he scoop, like you said, John, and um, I, I, will, I will believe it until I see if he's the head coach of the Lakers this summer. I'll, I'll just say that. Yeah, definitely not going to be the coach, but I mean, in my opinion, I, I don't know. I know you guys feel like you got like way better sources, and you guys have a better feel that your team. I understand that, but I don't know. Outside looking in, it looks like there's some dysfunction here. Oh yeah, that's that's how we always look. That's a, that's the Lakers. That's that's how the Lakers are. But that's the, that question yeah. is what propelled us. I got another Lakers question, and that's all that matters. I think I told one yeah. of you guys this the other day. 
but I know we kind of touched on this, but what do you think of all, what do you think it says about the Lakers that all these players are having success away from the Lakers? And I said, like, you know, D'Angelo Russell, Lou Williams, uh, Julius Randle, and but, Zubin. Yeah. Well, I'll Bryan, say this real Thomas quick. Bryan, yeah, Thomas Bryant. I'll say this real quick. Go ahead, Chad. Okay, well, well, I'll say this real quick. None of those guys have won titles. So I, I totally agree. They, they played a lot better. Yeah, the, the right. reason that they got better is because they got a better system. And there's no pressure. The Nets, yeah, there's no pressure and all that stuff. But hey, D'Angelo, I got to give credit where credit is due. D'Angelo Russell is doing his thing. Yes. Julius Randle, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and again, D'Angelo Russell is in the contract but year. Let's see what he does. Lou Williams has always played like that. Yeah. yeah. It's like that well, Lou has always played like yeah, that. Yeah, he's a so fan of the year. Against him. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason we traded yep. him is because we wanted the first round draft pick. You mean, you, you mean, you, you mean so Tank, right? We wanted the first round draft pick, so we had the year. Yeah. Yeah. And well, what, yeah, uh, Julius Randle <laughs> had a chip on his shoulder from being cut by the Lakers, so he improved tremendously. And every time he plays the Lakers, it's a, it's always a attack to get out the Lakers. And every time he scores, he looks at the bench and just talks to the bench. Uh, and also, people forget that no. he didn't feel like I, he they would have worked. To be honest, they would have worked. So I mean, yeah, and, and he didn't feel like that. He's, him and his agent made yeah. a mistake as far as contract. But I think he also made a mistake. To go to, New York or something. Yeah, exactly. Or even Brooklyn. Yeah, so we'll see what he does. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Vince? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I don't miss them. I mean, listen, I'm glad for everyone. Uh, there's no pressure for other, uh, for the other guys, so I don't care about them. And the Laker fans have been asking me, do I miss them? No, I don't. And no, I don't. I trust Magic. Listen, we got rid of Randall because because if we sign Randall, we will not have LeBron. Period. Right, Chad? Yeah. So right. Yeah. I see. I mean, I'm just you know, all these players. I just feel like they're flourishing away from the Lakers. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like you said it could be the yeah. system. It could be fresh start. Or they, they maybe they got maybe they got more motivated when they went to the Lakers. They didn't seem as motivated. Yeah. They got traded. They want to get motivated and play better. And 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 you see what D'Angelo Russell said. He said he had more opportunity with the Nets, but. You know why? Yep. Because he he got a wake up call when he's with yeah. the Lakers. He was out there playing. He wasn't he wasn't working hard. They called his his uh, work ethic into question. But when he got with the Nets, maybe him guess what? Was a good less thing, pressure. Actually, so you get better. So, so, so Paul, you got, you got <laughs> what, 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 yeah. hold on, hold on, yeah, guess it hold was. on what if that snitch thing never would happen? Do you think the Lakers were still yeah. him? People wouldn't have hated him as much. Yes. Yes. I don't think it was about hate. I think, first of all, I just don't think he worked yes, with the Lakers. Like, first of all, he's a two guard, so I think that's why he's going to end up getting traded. Also, and his defense—I'm still not high on that. Go ahead, Vince. Yeah. Okay, so I got three questions for you guys. So, Chad, remember that Facebook thing today? I was, you know, it was it was with the, uh, you know, the the insiders that say the four four stars for free agents. The the, the, the league insiders are saying. The, the, the four all-stars are not going to the Lakers and so you laughed at it. What's your thoughts about that? Well, I'm laughing because they said LeBron wouldn't come to the Lakers yeah. last year and he's here. Yeah, same here. They said <laughs> the same thing. I mean, Ramona Shelburne said nope. 1% chance LeBron becomes a Lakers. Same with Byron Horse, by the way, too. Yeah. 
exactly. So I mean, we gotta wait for summer and see what these guys do. And Magic is gonna go out there and do what he can do, what he does, and we can bring a guy or two over. Here. Yeah, yeah. That's also, what would you talk about that Kawhi thing that says he's one hundred percent? He's gonna probably stay to Toronto. We'll see until it happens. It's just that simple. What else does Toronto? What else is Toronto supposed to say? He's going to the Lakers. Yeah, I agree with you. But yeah, man. Um, you got one more question? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. Do you guys? Do you, okay. So, are, are you okay? This my the Mike Houston now with radio show talks talks about this. Are you guys okay with upsets in the NCAA tournament or no? Yeah, that's what I said. Cool. Yeah, that's part of playing sports, bro. Yeah, yeah, and 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 in the NCAA tournament, it doesn't mean that the team that upset that team is better because it's a one game thing. I mean, it have in the NBA, we see teams that lose. Yeah, the teams like that my they team losing the Phoenix Suns every day. Well, the only reason why the, yeah. the only reason why I'm saying that is so, because I mean, people are like, "Oh my God, I don't want this team go to the championship because they can't beat this team. They can't beat this." And you know, remember the uh, you know the uh, I guess it was Butler versus uh, VCU in the in the, in the championship, and people was like. People are like that was boring, so that's what. Right. So uh, it was a comp- these games, these NCAA well, games are competitive as hell. So if a uh, lower seed is way competitive than higher seed, the, the lower seed deserves to win. And also, you got to remember this too. You have a lot of the most of the people that are saying that just started watching college yeah. basketball for the NCAA tournament. So they don't they don't know how good these teams are. They're just looking like, oh man, if they just going off of the name. Oh, okay, oh man, Duke shouldn't be this close to that team. They shouldn't have, they shouldn't have been that close to UCF yesterday. Not knowing that UCF has been giving yeah. teams the business the whole year. So, you know, that that's so that a lot yeah. of that is people that just started watching the tournament. Yeah, yeah everybody that I talked to is rooting for North Carolina and Duke right now for the championship. Go ahead, Paul, what's your thoughts? Wait, well, can you ask the question one more time? Or are you talking about my question? Oh, uh, I was talking about Vince's okay, so question. What was the question? Are you, like, the Michael Sinatra show just talked about today, the question, would you would you be okay with upsets? Because, you know, remember how it was Butler and VCU in the championship and, and everybody uh, didn't yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with upsets. That's what makes uh, that's what's the madness part in March. It makes it way more interesting and it makes it easier for people to get behind. So yeah. So sorry. So 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 I got a question for you guys. So if let's just say it's Duke and Oregon, would you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. I watch who's ever is in the tournament. Yeah, it's, it's a good competitive championship game. But I want to end this sports big baby Jonathan sports podcast show. Thank you everybody for tuning in, and uh, you guys have a good night. Me too. Peace Me out, too. bro. Peace. Yep. Thanks, John. Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate you.